T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Final hour, Jones and Mego with Arcan here on WEEI. Taking you up until 6 o'clock with all your phone calls, 617-779-7937. I've been encouraging you to text at 37937. Uh, you can also watch the show anytime via our live streams on Twitch. Uh, you can find WEEI at twitch.tv or on youtube.com. You can join the conversation in the chats there, which I know people are partaking in. Along with the text line, if you missed anything, you can check out our WEEI YouTube channel and catch up on our exclusive interviews and top moments from each and every show. We had some thoughts on championship weekend in the NFL. Eagles on their way to the Super Bowl. Chiefs on their way to the Super Bowl. How are we feeling about the matchup? What was our biggest takeaway from the weekend, Mego? Okay, my biggest takeaway, and it's not just the weekend, it's the playoffs overall. We deserve better. These playoffs suck. They're just not good. Most of these games are not good. After Wild Card Weekend, show me the great game. The Bengals game yesterday turned into an interesting game against Kansas City in the fourth quarter. It looked like Cincinnati had some traction. And then they, I'm, I'm sorry, the guy, is it Osai? Is that how you yes, say his name? Yeah. Osai. I feel bad for him on the one hand. On the other hand, worst way to lose a game. Stupidest penalty that he could have done. Yeah, don't Most hit any quarterback. Obvious, and pushing him to the ground. I'm watching it right now. The thing I did like was then after he pushed after he, he pushed um, the most like beloved, now decorated, most excited about from across the league quarterback to the ground, out of bounds. Then Osai goes to like grab his leg like, oh, I'm hurt too. Maybe <laughs> I'm hurt too. It's like, that's not going to work. But seriously, I look at the Super Bowl matchup and I the right teams are there that I the best team from each conference is there I do believe that but you look at what we got from the Eagles path to the Super Bowl by weekend wild card weekend which is nice hey the buy still counts look at these teams the buy still counts 38-7 beat down on the Giants in the divisional round the games in the divisional round were awful 31-7 beat down on the Niners after Purdy gets hurty you see them rotating these stupid, uh. I'm sorry, these quarterbacks. Jimmy G is grinning on the sideline like this is the funniest thing he's since, seen since, like, this is the end or something. Just like he's having a great time while his team is collapsing. It just feels like this is supposed to be the best football of the year. And aside from, you know, the Chargers comeback against the against the I mean, yeah, the Jags comeback against, over the Chargers. Against Let the me Chargers, flip yeah. and reverse that. I can't think of a lot of other moments where I'm going to look back and go, wow, incredible matchup. Wow, incredible, you know, AFC championship, incredible NFC championship. No, it was all like 
so many of these games felt predetermined from the second quarter on. Well, and Wild Card Weekend had a bunch of close games, but but yeah, how many were actually memorable aside from Jacksonville and the Chargers? I mean, it's a fair critique, and I, I was I was underwhelmed by those games this weekend. I, I I was especially the first one. I mean, the NFC Championship game unwatchable. The AFC Championship game to me it didn't feel overly well played, but at least it was a it was uh, sloppy. It was a good and competitive game. Uh, uh, it was interesting. Compe- a close but it was sloppy. Comp- Competitive game, but yeah, not very well played. Arkan, how about you? My biggest takeaway was that the Patriots could have been the Eagles if they hadn't screwed around so badly this year. I really believe that. I think that the uh, Eagles did not have in a rookie Jalen Hurts, the type of rookie that the Patriots had with Mac Jones. Uh, It took Hurts three years to start putting up those kind of passing numbers, and he did it finally when he got some real weapons around him and uh, good coach and good offensive coordinators. And I just sort of look at the Patriots, and you only have so many years of rookie contract for your quarterback before you either have to make a decision to move on or make a decision that you're going to have to pay him an ass load of money. And that's why these years are so valuable and why they're so important. The Eagles have maximized those years. They've done everything that you could possibly do to make Jalen Hurts comfortable and put him in a uh, position to succeed. The Patriots did the absolute opposite of that. And after a great rookie year, which the Eagles did not have with their rookie quarterback, they burned two years before they got here. Patriots had a pro bowler in his rookie season. And to see the, the tremendous step back that they took, while the Eagles are now flourishing by just doing what I think is basic common sense, you know, bringing in a couple of wide receivers who can who can uh, help this guy. Yeah, just Jalen Hurts wasn't uh, just surrounding your quarterback and putting him in a you know with talent that fits and putting him in a position yeah. to succeed. Yeah, and he was a second round pick. It's not like he was some blue chipper. He's not Trevor Lawrence. All right, he's a lot more like Mac Jones than he is like Trevor Lawrence. And right now he's the best quarterback you know in the in the NFC for sure, and is about to play in the Super Bowl against Patrick Mahomes. And I just sort of look at the. Patriots and the way that they handled their uh, second year of a rookie deal for Mac Jones, and it just it kind of breaks my heart, to be honest with you. Arcan, I mean, they botched it. I hear you, and in theory, I agree with you. But? But look at the situation that was going on with this offense. Why would you throw money, like, what is it, throwing money after a uh, failure or something? I don't know the saying. I'll come up with it Good in money a after bad. Good money after bad. There you go. Why would you do that when you're already spending, outspending everyone else in the league by a healthy margin on your tight ends and wide receivers combined, and then you're going, going to go out and get a weapon who's just going to stand around in a system that doesn't work because nobody knows how to install it. There's no coaching on offense. They're not allowed to ask questions. Why, why would like what? Why would you waste a year of that? It doesn't make sense to me. I I understand in theory. I just think in practice, I don't know how much of a difference it would have made with this team this year, given all the dysfunction that we saw during the season I mean, look, and that we've since read about. I mean, dysfunction's part of it, though. That's what I'm talking about. It's not all just the lack of web. I mean, obviously, well, you couldn't they even that. get Hunter Henry or Kendrick Bourne involved in anything. Hunter Henry and Kendrick Bourne aren't AJ Brown. No, and they're Devontae not. But, you, I mean, but you look at their drop off from last season to this season, and I think that that is one of the most damning things. We talk endlessly about Mac Jones's regression, but you see the weapons that were here that were very productive last year. We went into the summer Meaning talking Ma- about Max rookie year. Yeah, yeah. if if Kendrick Bourne is going to have a thousand yard season, which isn't even that huge of a yardstick to have. And then we sit here and these guys, they had like 432 yard seasons. 
Who are these guys? It, the, everybody disappeared in this system. I don't disagree with you at all. I think the coaching's part of it. I think that the Eagles, with their coach and offensive system this year, that was a big part of it, too. But their weapons are far superior to the Patriots. Not even close. Even if you take Henry and Bourne and project them out to be you know, uh, better than they were this year and, and build off of the year before, they're still not coming close to what the Eagles are. I just think the Eagles are uh, in a different league. And no. the Patriots had a chance to do that, and they had a chance to do something different with their coaches, too. They botched all of it they completely botched all of it is the point yeah and look i uh, talent's never a bad thing if you can get aj brown you should get aj brown or hollywood brown or tyreek hill or any of the receivers that move like that would not have been a bad thing for mac jones of course it wouldn't have been a bad thing look at what getting talent did for tua this year and for the dolphins this year when he could play and when he was on the field so that's never a bad thing but was it the biggest problem I still blame the players more than I blame the coaching for last year. You're out there. You're on the field. I feel like the players never gave the coaches okay, a chance. Whoa, 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 whoa. I did not realize that this is exactly where you were coming from. Yeah. So you put it more, more if you, on the players if you can break coaching. it down, yep. just an idea, a rough percentage of players to coaching issues. And I'm taking Bill Belichick out of the equation because everything comes back to Bill. He tells you himself. Players to coaching where's the blame, I guess, if you're blame-pieing it? Yeah, 55-45, something like that. It's more the players than the coaches. And a lot of it is they never bought in. They never wanted to buy in. And trust me, Patricia and Judge, we're never going to get it right. I understand all that. But you can still go out there and play well. You can still go out there and execute. You can still go out there and not... You know, great observation. Thank you. You can still go out there and not throw the football to uh, Chandler Jones on the last play of the game. Like, to me, I I still blame the players more than the coaching, but the coaching was obviously a big, big, big problem. How about if the players aren't allowed to ask what comes next? When the defense shows us this, what are we supposed to do? Don't worry about it. We'll We'll get there when we get there. Do the first part right. They didn't even do the first part right. Because the coaches didn't know how to install it. They were like, outside zone schemes, they're really cool. Let's try. Coaching? And then they're like, Kendrick Bourne, I have to imagine, was one of these several players. I believe Karen and Andrew wrote there were half a dozen players who had played in these West Coast schemes before. They get to training camp. Kendrick Bourne wasn't quiet about it. They're probably looking around going... This is not what you think it is. I will say this. One thing that made sense to me that I didn't really understand the criticism from the Herald uh, or or from players to the Herald is Josh McDaniels had this giant playbook, and this playbook was much smaller. Wasn't that the idea? Like, I thought that was the idea to shrink the McDaniels-Brady playbook and make it more palatable and easier for new players and younger players to get up to speed on. So I never really quite got oh, that criticism. Oh, why were they upset that there were such fewer yeah, plays? Yeah, why were they like, oh, there's so, only there's only 25 plays as opposed to 40 plays? I thought it was supposed to be fewer and more streamlined. Well, I thought that was the whole idea. I think it was the step in between, which was it wasn't supposed to be that much fewer plays. They were supposed to be adopting some of these West Coast plays, ideas, and then once they saw uh, that those weren't being implemented, that they couldn't execute them, they said, you know what, cut that too. Here's the problem with the players, to me. Were the coaches putting them in a position to succeed? Absolutely not. They were failures. They were a disaster. But the players knew it, and I feel like their buy-in stopped in training camp, and it never picked up, and they never really tried. I feel like the players never really tried You think they didn't go out there year. on Sunday and try? I, I feel like they went out and thought they were trying, but they had given up so much earlier because they're like, this offense has no shot that they were in some ways checked out by the end of training camp. That's how it felt at the time that guys weren't, they never bought in. If you don't buy in, then yes, you're on some level checked out. Yes. I certainly agree that some level of frustration among the players distracted them from the execution of just being like, nobody, 
nobody knows what they're doing, this and that, like that kind of sensibility. I have to think, though, that over the 18 weeks, it ebbed and flowed at different points of guys trying to come together and be like, oh, we got it. Don't worry about the coaches. We'll do this for each other. And it still just wasn't wasn't going to happen. For yeah, them. I look. I hope Bill O'Brien, well, he's now here. I hope they get Mac receivers, and I hope all the excuses are gone for the players. And I hope it looks good, because if not, there's nowhere else to hide. There's nowhere else to hide for the players. Uh, We'll get to more of your takeaways from the weekend. 617-779-7937. I just love that Patriots fans are in a bind now, because all of a sudden you got to choose. Are you rooting for the Eagles and Eagles fans in the city of Philadelphia? Or are you rooting for Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, who are now the new Patriots? They're they're getting all the calls. They're in the Super Bowl and the AFC Championship game every single year. The country hates them. The Chiefs are now you. Are you pulling for them? I just like that Patriots fans have been mousetrapped in that way. Uh, again, 617-779-7937. And I want to get to a few other takeaways. How Bill Belichick has been exposed by Jalen Hurts advancing to a Super Bowl. We'll get to that next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. One more knee will do it. The Philadelphia Eagles are going back to the Super Bowl. And so for the fourth time in their franchise history, it's been five years since the last Super Bowl appearance when they won over New England Super Bowl 52, and now they're back. I still think the Eagles going to the Super Bowl it really is the bigger takeaway for me and the worst look for Bill Belichick. Even than Kansas City, it's like, oh, okay, Kansas City's there. Like, what are the Patriots supposed to do with that? The Chiefs are a juggernaut. They've been a juggernaut. They have an all-world quarterback who the Patriots struggled to keep up with when they were operating on all cylinders. You know, like, they would beat Patrick Mahomes, but those were competitive, tough games against those Chiefs teams. Took a coin flip. The uh, Correct, right. You needed to win a coin flip on the road in overtime to beat them in 2018. So I still think the Eagles in some ways, and this goes back to what Arkan said earlier, the Eagles really, really are the team that you look at and go, boy, this could have been Mac Jones. And I, I don't even want to say it 
as it relates to Mac Jones, I, I just think Bill had an opportunity to get Jalen Hurts. He could have drafted him in the second round, and he didn't. He was in the first round at pick 23. He traded back to pick 37, I think it was. He took Kyle Duggar. He had more picks in the second and third round, a whole bunch of ammo to move up in that draft. He moved up for Uche. He moved up for the tight ends that never did anything. Uh, Dalton Keene and Devin Asiasi. Oh, he had. He we had didn't a, even talk about that before. Well, he had he had all this draft capital to move around, and he didn't uh, for Jalen Hurts, that is. And so, you know, somebody pointed this out to me. They're like, well, he only passed on Hurts once in the second round with the Duggar pick. Uche was drafted after Hurts. Fine. But they were already moving up the board. They could have moved up the board if they liked Jalen Hurts or saw what he was or at least saw the potential. I'm not sure anybody knew that he would be a Super Bowl caliber starting quarterback and an MVP caliber quarterback. I'm not sure anybody knew that. But you could have traded up and said, hey, Tom Brady's gone. We need a quarterback. We have Jarrett Stidham, but let's bring in another player we like. And instead, they put all the regs in the Stidham basket. They panicked when he wasn't ready. They pivoted to Cam Newton, which was just pulling a quarterback off the scrap heap. They ain't never seen this Cam. Yeah, we we hadn't seen that Cam before. I mean, that's for sure. Not we had lying. Never, we had never seen that Cam. That is true. He's ve- nothing if not accurate. And so... I think Jalen Hurts being in the Super Bowl opens up a whole larger discussion about Bill Belichick and his blind spot for quarterbacks because he's traditionally shied away from the mobile quarterback. He did bring in Cam Newton, but again, that was off the scrap heap. He's drafted quarterbacks who were mobile in the past, but he's never really gone away from accurate pocket passer, which in 2023, I'm not totally sure that works. You know, Brock Purdy almost got there with an absolutely stacked Niners team and we didn't really get a fair shake to see Brock Purdy yesterday and I also think you know by by passing on Jalen Hurts and not just jumping in and trying to replace Brady immediately that's begat many more problems that the Patriots are still catching up to I think Jalen Hurts we should look back and go that could have been the guy it could have been a passing of the torch right from Brady to an MVP caliber quarterback he was right there for the taking and you missed him and I'd be kicking myself if I were Bill Belichick today I think fans should be beating him up for that because that guy was right there and could be here. He's better than Mac, I think. I don't know if all fans agree with that, but he's better than Mac. You should. Uh, and he could have you maybe back in the Super Bowl if Bill handled that properly. He didn't, so you're not. Would you be willing to wait the two seasons it took for him to get to this spot, though? That's the question. I mean, Mac they were, was, they Mac were playoff, good right away. They were a playoff team last year. That's and, true. And Jalen Hurts, I had Jalen Hurts was winning games at the end of his rookie season. I thought, didn't they take him out? At the end, and the Giants were all pissy about it because he was almost, like, too good. I, I'm trying to remember what happened. Hertz didn't start that whole year. Uh, he started maybe, like, the last four, five, yeah. six games, something like that. But in year two, Jalen Hurts was uh, got his team to the playoffs, his first real year as a starter. I, I think him and Mack are kind of comparable in that way. So, Arkan, like, you bring up what would have happened in between because you're really talking about Bill Belichick, the GM, and being able to see well, yeah. that in the quarterback. But Bill Belichick, the coach... What would he do with Jalen Hurts? And I don't even mean that from what kind of offense would he run with Jalen Hurts in terms of being a mobile quarterback. But you look at what he did to Mac this year in terms of putting not just feeling to hire a competent offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach, which is what something we've talked ad nauseum about on the station, but putting him in a completely different offensive system in his second year. And that was the knock on Jalen Hurts is that this is the first season where he had the carryover from the season before. The first season where he was able to stay in the same offensive system for more than one season with the same coaching staff. And I don't know if Bill 
last year understood how disruptive it would be to put all these changes in front of Mac Jones. And now you see with Jalen Hurts, he is a better quarterback than Mac Jones right now, but he also had the ability to get comfortable and confident in a system. And it just makes me wonder if Bill, one, understands what these young quarterbacks need at this point because he hasn't had to do it for 23 years. And two, if he has the metabolism to be patient with these young quarterbacks and give the support around that they need in order to take a step forward. Well, the answer to the second one, I think, is no. Because right? it seemed At like he was way more interested in putting in a West Coast offense than putting in an offense that would further develop what Mac's good at. Fair. I mean, look, fair. I just, to me, that that is what I would have a bigger problem with. Looking at Jalen Hurts and going, you could have had him. You could have a dynamic quarterback who goes outside the script and plays outside the offense and adds a running element and is a modern-day quarterback. Yo, I'm not saying Mac can't play. I have my questions, but he's not a modern day quarterback. He's he's a dinosaur the way he plays. He's a relic compared to Jalen Hurts or, you know, never mind the Josh Allens of the world or even, you know, a, a, another quarterback who is the same area of the draft as Mac Jones, Justin Fields. Like, I wanted Justin Fields in that draft over Mac Jones. You could have traded up well, and Well, those got are him. opposite you ends didn't. of the spectrum. Fields and Jones. Yes, like that, no, but that's yeah. what I'm saying. I I want to get I want to get away from that end of of uh, the quarterback spectrum where Bill Belichick still seems to be stuck. I want to get away from that, and that's that's when I say he has a blind spot. That's part of what I mean. That's exactly what I mean. So I I would have a big issue with that. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. Again, how do you have? How are your rooting interests going in the Super Bowl, Mago? Eagles. Eagles, and you say it's like no question, right? No question. Arkans? Chiefs, no question. I think I, I don't hate say, the Eagles. I don't want to say it's no question, but I, I also would pull for the Chiefs just because. Why? I, I'd like to see some pressure on the Patriots historically. I like to see a team make a run at them or at least attempt to make a good run at what the Patriots did for two decades. All I hear from Patriots fans is it'll never be replicated. I don't know. Mahomes is already in his third Super Bowl. Maybe he's winning two. He's about to win a second MVP. I don't know. Like, is is it that crazy that they could make that kind of run at it? And if nothing else, it's just enjoyable to see Patriots fans rooting against the Chiefs because, oh, they get every call like the Patriots used to. And, oh, I mean, they're just there every single year like the Patriots were. They've turned into you, and you hate it. It's just funny to see that hypocrisy. So I think that's ultimately why I'm pulling for the Chiefs. Mine is, I guess, of two minds. One, I do, I know you hate the Eagles fans. I do like watching the celebration videos where they fall through a bus stop. Like that that's was funny. Just never gonna get old. I love that. And secondly, I can't stand Travis Kelsey. It drives drives me nuts. Like I, if I had to, I had to pick the lesser of two evils in terms of like the lesser of two Kelseys. Kelsey post game was so irritating. I can't stand it. What do you mean this? Hey, I got some wise words for that Cincinnati mayor. Know your role and shut your mouth. Okay, that's you funny. Jabroni. That's funny. You don't, you didn't like that. That was fine. That's funny. When he keeps That's going. Fine. You gotta fight yeah. for your right yeah. to party. Calling anyone a jabroni. What that, that? that pops. Yeah, no, they, exactly. You might as well <laughs> yes. have been that. Also He's a timely. Budweiser, Budweiser commercial. What's up, Kansas yeah. City? To yeah. party. So, to party. I generally don't like Travis Kelsey, but I'm not going to say that calling somebody a jabroni didn't make me laugh because that made me laugh. The mayor of Cincinnati calling him a jabroni, that was funny. It's not enough to win me over. Travis Kelsey, not easy to root for. Fine. Fine. I do like Andy Reid. 
Not as much as our camp, but uh, I do like Andy Reid. I'm pulling for the Chiefs because there's also that. Andy Reid can win another Super Bowl, and maybe now we can say, oh, is Bill Belichick still atop the coaching perch? And it's not just a hot take anymore. It's just reality where you go, oh, yeah, Reid's won two Super Bowls? Oh, he's only won with Mahomes. Could Bill have won with Mahomes? He's been to Super Bowls with multiple quarterbacks, which Bill hasn't done. He's been to the playoffs with, I don't know, three, maybe four different quarterbacks? He made it with Alex Smith. I don't know if he ever made it with... um. Uh, with Vic. He obviously made a Super Bowl with Donovan McNabb. So there's also that, too. Like Andy Reid and where Bill Belichick fits into the pecking order. Like, it's good It's good material for all of us. It's Justice good. for Joe Gibbs. Just Three different a, quarterbacks. I mean, look, I, I know well, you're... the pre-salary camp era. I know you're the Washington fan over there. The the Bill, Par- the Bill Parcells and, and Joe Gibbs of the world are the quarterbacks, uh, coaches, rather, that I now look back and I'm... I'm I think more highly of than I it's ever like did. like he doesn't even exist in New England. Winning with multiple quarterbacks is... Apparently much more difficult, as we found out for Bill Belichick. You should not dismiss Joe Gibbs or Bill Parcells and what they did. Uh, 617-779-7937. He did make the uh, playoffs with Vic, too, by the way. I'm learning slow. Okay, so Reed's made made the uh, the playoffs with four different quarterbacks and a Super Bowl with two different quarterbacks, and he might win his second. Okay. I mean, look, I I think there's there's a case to be made that what Reed has done in some ways is more impressive than what Bill has done. Bill just won with the greatest of all time, like Phil Jackson won with the greatest of all time. If... Andy Reid delivers and wins. Uh, Ethan is in Foxborough at 617-779-937. Go ahead, Ethan. Hey, how are you guys doing? Mego, how are you doing? I'm doing well. How are Uh, you doing, Ethan? (laughs) I'm doing great, thanks. So if you were to ask me on Saturday who I would be rooting for if I knew the outcomes prior, I would have probably said the Chiefs. But after what happened yesterday, I just, I can't, what happened? The refs? Is that what heart. you're talking about? I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to complain about the refs as a Patriots fan. I know it's the hypocrisy, like you said. Yes, it is. Uh, but, but right now, I'm, I'm rooting for the Eagles because um, if any animosity that I had towards the Eagles for beating us in the Super Bowl is gone, uh, mainly since it's a different team, you know, a new coach, new, new quarterback. It, it's, it's, a, it's a different team. Um, but, so I, I'm going to be rooting for the Eagles on Sunday. Uh, you know, I don't know what you guys think. Uh, that's, that's Hold the phone. Do, not literally. Do Patriots fans have a serious issue with the Eagles over that Super Bowl? Well, I mean. Because the Philly special was an illegal formation? Like, is that actual? I don't think Boston fans ever like to lose to Philly, like the city. I don't I think Boston Eagles, fans ever like that. I hate the Eagles. I hate Philly. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's not nothing personal against the team. I like the players on the team. I just hate Philly. Okay. Name, name seven players. What? You said you like the players on the team. Name seven players. On the Eagles? Oh, that you like. Yeah, yeah go. you said you like them so much. I like Hurts. I like uh, Smith. Stop. I like Please Kelsey. I, you told me to do it. I like A.J. Brown. You're just coming up with the players' names you I know. like Ndamukong Sue. Yeah, well, you just tell me to say the <laughs> players that I like. I just like Jalen Hurts because it I makes, Bill, makes Bill look bad. Patriots fans like. actually have an issue with the Eagles. The caller said it's a different it's, coach. I think it's more... I think it's more of the Philly fan that I think Boston fans have an issue really with. Did that really hurt Patriots fans? Yes. Really? Yes. Oh, my God. The Malcolm Butler thing? What are you talking about? I feel like in the... Okay, that's different, though. They were angry at Bill. They weren't angry at the Eagles. Oh, well, but they were upset they lost to that. T- you lost to a backup quarterback. I think that at the time, it was kind of like, eh, it was their turn. That's a lot of what I heard. Not yeah. on this station. I wasn't working in radio at that time, so, you know. Huh. I, I mean, look, I, you lost to a backup quarterback. It was Philadelphia. The Malcolm Butler thing, you're right, was more of a criticism of Belichick than anything the Eagles did. But no, I don't think that loss sat well with anybody, no. Uh, 617-779-7937. Harry's in North Kingstown. Go ahead. 
Hi, how's it going? I want to talk about the Eagles and how the Patriots can get to where they are. And it's very simple. All they have to do is take all control uh, as GM away from Bill, because that guy cannot draft at all, and draft offensive and defensive linemen in the first round for the next 10 years. That's what the Eagles have done, and that's how they beat the Pats five years ago, and that's how they're favored in the Super Bowl two weeks from now. Uh, you know what? Maybe it would be instructive to go back and look at how the Eagles have drafted, and, and uh, he might be overstating it. I have no idea, or maybe that's accurate. It's been all offensive and defensive linemen, although Hurts was a second-round pick. I mean, what Howie Roseman has done in Philly is impressive. It's a different coach and a different quarterback. They're back in a Super Bowl. And, like, Bill couldn't do that if he tried. Bill, Bill's won one playoff game without his quarterback, Tom Brady. And it was back in 1994 against the Patriots when the Patriots were a joke franchise, when the Patriots were the Jacksonville Jaguars getting into the playoffs or a team like that. that that's what you were the equivalent of back then when Belichick beat you in Cleveland. So, yeah, I mean, Howie Roseman getting back to his second Super Bowl and maybe winning it with a different coach and a different quarterback, that is that is impressive. And Bill's not going to have the personnel power stripped from him, but maybe he probably should. I think a lot of people agree that he probably should. Or just quietly outsourced behind the scenes. Yeah. Like, hey, you can still have the title. You Remember the weird staged video that they did when they drafted Mac? Yes. With Bill They let, going, it, they let everybody know it's this? collaborative. Yeah, yeah. You good with this? Yeah. Like, I want the reverse of that. Where it's we Bill should do just, that before the show, where I yeah. just like poll everybody and I'm like, Mego, you good with this? Yeah. It, you got your little segment ready? Okay, you got your cute little segment <laughs> ready there? Yeah, 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 you good? You got your cute little segment? But, Arcan, you good? Yeah. I say uh-huh. no, and then you just don't care. Yeah, and then I just like, whatever, don't care, move along, yep. Yeah. They should give Bill the opposite, where he gets to have a video where he's just screaming at everyone, and then behind the scenes, they're like, okay, you do the Right. <laughs> Anybody else? And, like, Elliot Wolf, Elliot Wolf, you come in and do it. And I'll acknowledge this. Bill's drafted better lately. He has. But he's still not, like, lighting it. People are acting all of a sudden like he's lighting it up. I mean... His picks are the, at the top of well, the last draft were Mac Jones and Christian Barmore, who I don't feel anywhere near as good about this year as I did a year ago. But it's because the rookies are actually seeing the field in their rookie year. They're not getting redshirted, and so they have to be good they're at least if playing. they're on the field. That's true. At least uh, at least they're playing. The Eagles That's have true. drafted a lot of O&D linemen, too, by the way, but there's also been plenty well, of years. Devontae, Devontae Smith. Smith in 21. That's an obvious uh, one. Right? Rager and Hurts in 2020. Ugh. Carson Wentz in 2016. Uh, Dallas Goddard in 2018. Um, Nelson Aguilar in 2015. Like, it hasn't all been. Yeah, they're not great picks. Like drafted Nelson picks, Aguilar yeah. and Eric Rowe back-to-back. Oof. And Rieger. But they drafted Carson Wentz and were able to overcome I, I losing out on their quarterback. I don't they even take, want to hear his name. They took Rieger before Jefferson? I think they did. I think so, yeah. I may, I may have that wrong. 21st I th- overall? Yep. That, I believe Jefferson was 22. And then the Pats were at 23 and traded back and still missed out on Jalen Hurts. Uh, speaking of Hurts, Jay is in Providence. Go ahead, Jay. <laughs> Yeah, uh, to add to that Belichick not drafting Hurts um, argument, the the thing is Hurts was probably never even on the board because he didn't want to upset his friend Saban. Hurts had a transfer from uh, Alabama because, you know, Saban chose the other quarterback over him and benched him in the championship game. I bet you he wasn't even on the board. Yeah, it's a fair point. Like, And I don't know if it was, it was the anti-Saban thing. And it was Tua that beat out Hurts in the national title game, and they transferred to Oklahoma, and Hurts won the Heisman, I think. I believe he won the Heisman. Do you think Saban cared? I, I don't think that's why he's not on the board. I think he's not on the board because Jalen Hurts isn't the style of quarterback that Bill likes. I, that's why I don't think he was ever really evaluated. And now the kind of quarterbacks that Bill doesn't like 
are in the Super Bowl and in the running. He's not going to win the MVP. Mahomes will. But are in the running for the MVP and are in the Super Bowl and their team might win. Like, Bill, you should start looking at quarterbacks like that is my point. That's my point. I don't care if he if he didn't get along with Saban or not in the past. I didn't care about that. But what's hilarious is because of all the stories that have come out around Nikhil Harry about that draft, that Bill ignored everything oh, yeah. that his own scout said and just went with what his buddies said. It's like, well, you know, he probably talked to Saban, and Saban was like, Hertz is dead to me because he's at Oklahoma. So Bill's like, don't even look at Hertz. You think he'd learn. It's like these are the conspiracy theories that are out there because of some of these past drafts. He should go full Costanza at this point in time. You know what I mean? He should, he should go against his instincts. <laughs> Or against his buddy's instincts. I guess they're they're Costanza in this this scenario. You go against your better instincts. Uh, People like Nikhil Harry, uh, you go against it. People like Mac Jones. If every instinct you have is wrong, then the opposite would have to be right. Thank you, Ryan. Having that right at the ready. Tremendous. You sound like him a little bit when you start. Against Jerry? Yeah. Uh, Or or like Jerry? Yeah. What are you doing? And what's the deal (laughs) with airlines? No, it's like frazzled. I see. I'm unemployed and I live with my parents. Yeah, it's a good show. Uh, uh, what do you? It still still holds up after all this time. You see Burroughs sweatpants? Uh, he had Seinfeld sweatpants. No, I saw that he wore like the pink, so cool. pink shirt, pink, uh, pink pants uh, uh, thing. You're a Bur- you're a Burrow fan? Yeah, I am. And not like not fan like, doesn't cover it. That's what I was gonna theory. say. Like not not just a fan, right? Like a super fan. Not a super fan. I'm just stalker. No, what are you talking about? First of all, he's much younger than me. That would be very inappropriate. Hmm. Um, yeah, no, it I'm would be. Very, I'm just very. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just very impressed by him. I haven't been taken no, with a quarterback that way. Like yes. this yes. in a while. I think the last one was uh, Taylor Heineke, and that didn't work out so well. Well, I do like Taylor Heineke. You do? Yeah. Why? Because the Patriots let him go? Nice. Well, partially, yes. But yeah, 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 <laughs> scra- scrappy little guy out there uh, making the playoffs, going toe-to-toe with Brady a few years ago. But no. How'd you feel about Burrow last night, by the way? He How did play- I feel about him? He didn't play him? great. No, he didn't. No, he looked sloppy. I guess, That's all right. I, how'd you feel about his play is, I guess, what I meant there. Uh, 617-779-7937. It's how you get in touch here. Uh, you can start lining up for the Rich Keefe Show. That's going to come your way at the top of the hour. We'll wrap things up next. Almost 6 o'clock in Boston. Adam Jones, Megan Adelini, Christian Arcan. Uh, we only go till 6. We'll be handing off to the Rich Keefe Show at the top of the hour. You want to get in line for Rich, you can dial him up. 617-779-7937. Uh, if you missed any part of the show or you have it delivered to your phone daily, you can subscribe to Jones and Mego with Arcan, our podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcasts. Uh, so, you know, you can go back and listen to Meg explaining. Which is ah, the highlight of the show. I, I, I thought I thought it went very, very well. Not that I'm further removed from it. Not that I need to tell you uh, or or give you my, uh, my approval, my seal of approval, but, you know, I thought it went well. Please tell me how good it was. <laughs> Please. It was... Yeah, it was, I'm going to have a sleepless night like those refs. It was very, very good, is uh, what it was. It you was know. gut-wrenching. Or you can go back and, uh, and listen to our critique of the Boston Globe. I lost Globe. momentum at the end. Yeah, you can go back and listen to our critique Stop. of the Boston Globe, which really was a critique of, uh, of this show and how it has no chance, which, again, I thought was a good hot take. Uh, but, again, you can do that again on the Odyssey app. Uh, so we, uh, we've been working our way through a variety of things here on the show today. I, I do still think... One thing that would would bother me a little bit as a Patriots fan is that Bill Belichick was a Jimmy Garoppolo guy. You know, Bill Belichick was a Jimmy <laughs> no, Garoppolo. No, no. 
He was the Fair. Jimmy no, Garoppolo No, no, you're guy. right. I should, I should phrase it that way. He was the Jimmy Garoppolo guy, and Garoppolo's out there yucking it up, smiling it up in the game that I think he should have been playing in. That's a game he should have been at least somewhere on the depth chart for because I had heard for weeks the NFC Championship was the game, and I think a lot of quarterbacks would have at least made themselves active for that game. Garoppolo's never been that guy, ever, and it does make you think that Belichick took the Brady... Ability to stay on the field, his toughness, his availability, Bill took it for granted. He just assumes all these quarterbacks do it, and it turns out Garoppolo definitely didn't. I have some questions about Mac, given that Patrick Mahomes is in the Super Bowl on a high ankle sprain and was hobbling around out there making plays. I wonder if Bill properly understands that aspect, and his last couple of hand-picked guys make me question it. Well, and going back, since it all ties back to Tom Brady and where he might be next season... Do you think that having Jimmy not play because they didn't have Jimmy playing at the very beginning of the season, they they wouldn't even let Jimmy Garoppolo like around training camp apparently because they wanted to turn everything over to yep. Trey Lance at the Niners? Yeah, they were done with him. And, does that and, indicate that then Kyle Shanahan, I know he was riding a hot hand with Brock Purdy, but does it indicate that he was invested in Brock Purdy and he was like, I can't even put Jimmy back in there because it's too confusing about who's the leader of the team. There may have been some of that. That's uh, we've the there was the very famous story of uh, Matt Castle in the year Brady got hurt, two thousand eight. That Bill didn't want to bring in. I think it was Chris Sims and Tim Rattay and guys like that because they didn't want Brady uh, Castle rather looking over his shoulder. They wanted Castle to think it was his job. So may, maybe there was some of that going on. I don't know. Uh, maybe Garoppolo desperately wanted to be out there, and the team said, no, you're not doing it. He's been not cleared, quote-unquote. I don't know. I think there's a lot of guys who would have fought to be cleared. And I, I just think Garoppolo's always been on the wrong side of that for a long time. And that, that'd that be another takeaway. Like, Bill's the big Jimmy G guy. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is out there hobbling through an ankle injury, and Mac Jones needed time off and needed to be carried then off again, the field. Why do Shanahan's quarterbacks get injured so much? Oh, mm. good question. Why do you think that is? <laughs> Why do you think that is? I don't know. We'll answer that tomorrow. Why yeah. are they happier than uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff at the end of the game, too? That's what I didn't understand. <laughs> it's a uh, it's a good question. So what do we what do we have here, Ryan? Well, this is uh, it's, we're not the at the end of the show yet. It's time for the almost end of the show, which is sponsored by Cards for Kids. The easy way to donate your car, donate today, and your car can be picked up tomorrow. Call one eight seven seven Cards for Kids today, or donate online at cardsforkids.org. Remember that is cars with a what? That is cars with a K. So, Adam, Megan, Christian, hello. Uh, have you guys been enjoying right. the Rob Gronkowski experience on the Fox broadcast? No. No, definitely no? not. Not it's, particularly, no. I, I, I find it, obviously, a big Gronk fan, did a lot of good stuff here as a Patriot. But, man, I can't support him as a commentator, mainly because he just really has a tough time getting the words out. Let's listen to Gronk. I believe this was at halftime. Uh, give his, his thoughts on the uh, Bengals-Chiefs game coming up. Back to the guys in Philly. Gronk. Yes, the Cincinnati Bengals defense has been playing great. They held Buffalo to their least amount of points scored all year last week. And if Travis Kelsey does not play, expect the Bengals to rattle Mahomes all game without his safety valve. Someone's going to have to step up to the plate. Is it going to be Juju Smith-Schuster or is it going to be Jarek McKinnon? We will see later on. All right, Gronk. What's he going to do to Mahomes? He's going to raffle. That's a great question because I've listened to that about nine times. I'm still not 100% positive what he says. the Bengals to rattle Mahomes. Nobody nobody wants him back and playing more. 
than Fox. Fox. They're like, oh my God, please Problem return. Holmes. We can't keep doing this. We hide you as much as we can and you're still doing that? Like, there has to be one big wig over at Fox. It's like, I'm telling you, Rob Gronkowski is going to help our broadcast. It's like, yeah, we already have Terry Bradshaw. We have one mushmouth as it is. No, no, no. This guy's great and he's sitting there with his head in his hands as Gronk is sitting there with a straight face going. Or is it going to be Jarek McKinnon? We will see later on. All right, Gronk. Yes, we now, will. Now, now that I hear it, I think I like McKinnon better, though. I think like that's a better... Jer- Jarek McKinnon? Yeah, I think... Just now that I hear it, it that's that's how he should pronounce it. Jason Kelsey and Travis should, Kelsey. Yeah, yeah, and And Kelsey, too many syllables. Kels. Kels. Now, Kels. speaking of Terry Bradshaw, boy, oh boy, did Terry Bradshaw have himself a night at the end of the Eagles game. He was supposed to be the uh, master of ceremonies, I think, and, I mean, he did it in the way that only Terry Bradshaw could. Let's listen to Terry Bradshaw interview... Uh, uh, Jalen Hurts after the game. Jalen Hurts, come here. Come here. here. Didn't have to throw it a lot today, but boy, y'all ran the heck out of that sucker. You beat the number one defense in the NFL and you beat it by playing big bad boy football. Man, let's take a moment to to show love to these fans. Check this out. I know you were talking. Let's go! So I'm going to cut you off. Look at the crowd. Come here. Come here. Come here. You've already gone. You're good. This is good. You've got a chance now. So many doubters, but you've just made them all look foolish. Your job this year as a quarterback, how do you feel that you've grown so much so fast? Man, uh, Two years started. <laughs> it's been a lot. It's been a lot. You know, I'm not going to make this about me, man. This, this city, this is a special city. They deserve everything that's going on. This is a special city. We got one more. We got one more. Wow. Come wow. cool. Enjoy, man. Look, take a picture of this right here before you leave here. Have you seen the All right, get over here. All you uglies, words, get in here. Here, hold it. See I said, listen up. Okay. I said this is the greatest singing city, singing city in the league. So let's do this. You ready? For what? Fly, Eagles, fly. Oh, nice. One, two, three. All right, I'm going to end it right there. Thank you so much, Master of Ceremonies, Terry Bradshaw, for getting everybody in line. Come here. Come here. It's like every drunk at a bar. At least he's got a little bit of a person, or he definitely has a personality compared to Gronk. Game without his safety valve. Someone's going to have to step up to the plate. Is it going to be Juju Smith-Schuster, or is it going to be Jarek McKinnon? Will Jarek McKinnon step up to the play? I can't wait to see it. I like the McKinnon pronunciation. I think I think he's been doing it wrong all these years. I agree with uh, with Gronk on that one. There we have it. really creepy. What, what, oh, come here. the big bad boy Oh football. yeah. Yeah. Oh, you make All right, get over here. All you uglies. Words. Just talking to the offensive line. And there you have it. We have reached the end of the show. And, of course, we are always followed by Rich Keefe at 6 p.m. Okay. Well, stay tuned. I think it was a successful one, guys. We'll uh, we'll put it in the books, and we'll be back tomorrow at 2 o'clock yeah, right here. Right. On uh, Yeah, you know, it was something anyway. We'll be back tomorrow at 2 o'clock right here on WEI. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, 
they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.